Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD. And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN. Sports Cash crew, welcome back to another week episode with your host, Mr. ESPN, where we discuss everything sports and the business behind it. I'm here with my other two hosts, Mr. Mo Better and KD. How y'all doing, fellas? Feeling good, man. Feeling really good. <laughs> feeling good. Feeling great. How are you, brother man? <laughs> I, feel like a, I feel like a winner. Wow. Oh, Jesus. I feel like a winner. I feel really good. I feel like Here, a, here we go. I feel like a winner. <laughs> But let's get into it. Um, This week, we just wrapped up championship weekend for the NFL, for the NFC and the AFC. So let's get right into it. Let's start with the NFC championship game. Eagles versus 49ers, the number one defense versus the number two defense um, of the league. Let's start there real quick. Um, Recap of the uh, game. Brock Purdy goes down, I believe, in the first quarter, if I'm not mistaken, after Reddick hits him. And it looked like after that point, the Eagles never turned back and took a commanding 38 to 7 lead. So at this point, um, San Fran is out. They had a pretty good year. Nice little run. I believe they were on a 12 game winning streak, correct? Um, what do we look at for the, as far as the landscape? Um, well, actually, before we get there, would you say that this was more of the Eagles took this or the 49ers laid an egg? Um, I think um, a little bit of both, but I think it really started when Purdy went down. Once he went down, you could tell, like, the offense wasn't moving at all. Mm-hmm. The backup quarterback came in and tried to to do something. So, mind you, this is, that's their fourth quarterback. Yes. The fourth quarterback came in to try to do something and um it wasn't moving well mm-hmm. and then he got concussed or something i forgot yeah, what yeah, happened mm-hmm. concussion, right got concussion yep. yep he was out the game party tore something in his arm and he couldn't throw the ball so what's the name was just left with running the ball or throwing quick uh passes quick stream passes and um that was the ball game once that happened it was over yeah and that was like the first quarter so it's tough. It's tough having you know all these. But who who is what what voodoo is is happening against the QB <laughs> situation <laughs> in, in San Francisco? Man. Keep walking all your game. What, what is going on? Because <laughs> I don't understand. I didn't even see the concussion. I was out trying to move my car because I wasn't trying to pay for parking at, at at the battery. So I had I didn't even see that when I came back. I'm like, oh, Brock's back in. Like now we have a game. But I didn't realize he was still hurt. He was just basically just handing the ball off. So it's tough to win when you don't have your signal callers, man. So, and then that was down to the fourth string. So you're not winning that way. Facts. If you get down to the fourth string in the NFC Championship game, chances are the odds are not in your favor to pull that one out, especially sure. someone that haven't probably seen the reps since college. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, once Brock went down, I knew I knew San Fran offense was going to have to do a lot of um explosive plays already. Even Brock was there to really, you know, beat the Eagles. But once he went out for sure, I was like, Yeah, this is about to get out of hand because I mean, they didn't even start off hot. I mean, it took um, a while. I think the best play they had obviously was that CMC rushing touchdown, but that didn't happen to it just top of the second quarter. So no, yeah, that was that was the second best play. The best throw they had was Trent Williams' throw. 
<laughs> Which I'm assuming he's gonna get a hundred thousand dollar fine for that. If not, get suspension. That was tough. Yeah. Push it down throw. Yeah, form. I mean their offense. Good form. <laughs> <laughs> but their offense was yeah, real sluggish. You Debo couldn't really get going like that. You know, it's crazy. Even with Brock going down, I was like, man, why don't they kind of put Debo in the backfield and just see what he does? Like, let him go off. Um, maybe even do a tandem with him and CMC, but um, shout out to the Eagles defense again. They didn't let these boys run wild. That's my biggest fear for our defense is you know, two playmakers with yak yards through the roof, um, making exceptional plays. We're gonna have to chase them all game, and we did a really good job. The only bad thing is early on, we did a bad job of tackling, which I did not like, but we end up cleaning that up a little bit. But um, we, we look like the number two defense in the league. Um, Nick Bosa going down, I definitely hurt them. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie, Nick Bosa did his thing. I was, I thought he was gonna get that safety, and that was gonna be the momentum shift. But thank, thank, thank God, Jalen got out of there quick. Mm-hmm. But that was my question, cause I, I mean, I don't, admittedly, I, I just watch football for enjoyment. I don't really uh, know the ins and outs of every team. I uh, wish, uh, shout out to Dub. I wish he was, he was on it, cause I really wanted to know, like, what. What's going on with the defense, with 49ers defense? Did they lose anybody? Maybe, Jig, you can tell me. Did they lose anyone that was with them all year? Were they dinged up? Why did they look so bad? I mean, it's it's tough to be on the field the whole game, what it, mm. which is what it seemed like, number one. Number two, the offense wasn't doing nothing. That that starts to, to wear on you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, yeah. You, you, you getting stops and – the offense is getting the ball and they can't do nothing and they can't even be bad because they, they don't have a quarterback. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So all that tied into the game, you already losing, you're already down, and there's pretty much no hope, no chance for you to win. All the spirit was gone, man. Unfortunately. You could tell, you could tell how they, they just was just like, man, Whatever. get this game over game. with. Yeah. yeah get, <laughs> <game> over. <laughs> get back on the plane. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even you have a stellar defense. If your defense had to play long drives back to back to back to back, eventually, yeah, like Jake said, you know, they'll get worn down. You know, and they strung th- they strung some three and outs together now. At they one did. point, I want to say did. four four in a row. I mean, outs. I mean, be honest with you, they did well even with our passing game. You know, we our running game is really what guys going, but our passing game did not look well mm-hmm. this game. I'll be honest, it did not look well. So I gotta give it to them. I mean, they they was able. I mean, even at times they they there was times they had Jalen, you know, act a little bit faster than he probably wanted to make him. You know, obviously make him get out of that pocket and maybe get rid yeah, of yeah that AJ throw. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about that one. But um, and man, yeah, blue delay. <laughs> Frando, hell of a year. Uh, it just sucks that now, you know. They're out of it, obviously, and they had to go down to the fourth quarterback, which brings me to my first question. Next year, is Brock Cody the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers? Um, nope. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm. Nope. I don't know. He may start off with, with San Francisco, but if he if he generated enough trade value, he might be gone somewhere. Okay. Okay. I, what is Jimmy G's contract? Jimmy G's contract for the San Fran. Because I mean, there's that Brady guy. Yeah, there he's is. From that? he's from the area, and there's that Aaron Rodgers guy too. He don't have no <laughs> wife no more. He can move where he want to move. <laughs> he, he he already got his landing spot. So 
Oh, oh, oh. So Jimmy G signed a five-year contract in 2018 for 137.5. So we're in 2023. So it looks like going into this offseason, Jimmy G might be a free agent. Hmm. Damn. They have problems in English. But they got good problems because at the same time, okay, what if you get a couple pieces for Jimmy G? You still got Trey Lance. You got Brock Purdy. Um, all your guys will come back after the all season healthy. I mean, I I don't I don't I don't see this being a bad thing. Honestly, sometimes you know a little discrepancy could be a, a good thing for some teams. Also, it, Trey Lance is still on this team. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Right. So, getting rid of Jimmy G, maybe you turn that into maybe I don't know some people on the line or some DBs or something. It might be worth it. To be honest with you, because to me, I think Brock Purdy, his level of up templeness i don't know if that even makes sense but he makes his <laughs> offense flow a little bit faster like they play at a different tempo with him and i think that's the tempo that especially with the weapons they got with kittle debo and cmc that's the tempo they need to play at like i could see jimmy g playing in new england that's the tempo he needs to be playing at but you know what i say the kd the kd phrase of the day is d1 talent is d1 talent until real d1 talent Shows up. That's okay. Right. So Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. And you know, do you really as a as a, he he's got to show more in the end. He's got to show me more. He's got to be able to go through a whole season. And having guys like Trey Lance and Jimmy G there is gonna be hard. First of all, I think they probably go into camp and have a real good competition, QB Ooh, competition, yeah. which is good. Everybody prove yourself. Everybody got hurt. So now we we, we good. Everybody prove yourself and mm-hmm. go at it. And, and and whoever's first on the depth chart, we give you a shot. But also you got a short leash now. Because now when everyone's healthy, because if I'm not mistaken, everybody's gonna be back and ready for the for the season. So now whoever's first you can't really sit here and just mess around because there's two guys behind you that can play and have proven i think if anything trey lance is the one who's hasn't proven as much as the other two guys now nope i mean jimmy g we've seen this year after year i think i mean let's be real jimmy g and brock Purdy took you to the same same place hmm trey didn't do none of that you see what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, you kind of got good thing on your hands. You can get rid of Jimmy G. Brock Purdy's younger. He he took you. He, you know where Brock can take you. He took you there. Same place Jimmy G took you. And then Trey Lance, maybe use him as a backup. You know, get some reps under his belt because, I mean, he's still mobile. And we see how this game is going. Having somebody mobile is really, really important. So, like I said, San Fran got a good kind of problem on their hands as far as that quarterback position. But... um. Do we see them maybe making a run for this again next year? Oh, for sure. Um, they're loaded. I don't think they have any cap issues, if I'm not mistaken. So everybody's coming back. Um, the only thing is the quarterbacks, as long as they stay healthy, they'll have a chance. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I agree. Let's talk about the team that actually did one. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 16-1 and one as far as a starter so far. Got the record for the Eagles in a single season for the most wins. Do we see this as far as maybe him really changing the trajectory of the Eagles quarterback 
situation around in Philly. Um, I know we had McNabb, we had the Vic era a little bit, and the Wentz for a little bit of time. But could this possibly be in the start of maybe, you know, like, I'm not going to say him because he's an anomaly. Nobody's ever touched him on But maybe mm-hmm. a Joe Burrow type of run, maybe a, even a Josh Allen type of run. Um, could this be the start of, you know, maybe – I mean, I know for sure this definitely helps Lamar Jackson because now Lamar can say, hey, he runs too, and look how far he got if you put a team around him. Right. Now, granted, Jalen's arm is better than Lamar's, in my opinion, but – um. Can can Jalen probably change the direct the trajectory of the the league and say, hey, you can win this way, running about sixty percent of the time? I know who's paying attention, Justin Fields. Yes. Big attention. Yes. I mean, the yes. whole franchise is like, look <laughs> what you can do if you protect that quarterback. And so, I mean, they have number one pick, so. Who's I mean, I obviously they're gonna trade trade back because they got their quarterback, but who who around the league would want a Bryce Young? Texans and, and hmm, Texans, okay. So how much are you willing to cha- trade for that? And then Chicago can flip that to get uh protection for their quarterback. So there's a lot, lot riding on Jalen's success, specifically for those that say, okay. Well, he's not, you know, because, I mean, from where he started first year to now in terms of throwing the football, he's mm-hmm. night and day, but he's still, he's not a Burrow. He's not Patrick Mahomes, not that dynamic of, he's the true definition of dual threat. Yes. Like, does a he'll lot of things well. That's it. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? I said he'll give you some of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so, but he's getting a bag. We know that. Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. He's a forty-four ball mil a year. You said how much? Forty-four mil. That's oh, his yeah. That, yeah, that's his value. I'm about to say that's way too low, but yeah, yeah, forty-four <laughs> mil. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I think you look at Kyler's contract as as a, a baseline for what he could get if yeah. he if he wins the chip, then he has ultimate bargaining power. Absolutely. But we talking we talking two eighty two ninety. Right. Well, let's put it like this: Dak Prescott never reached a conference. And look what that got paid, mm-hmm. and and just and um Jalen's younger than Dak. Remind me, what did Dak get paid? What Dak Prescott got paid. I want to say two sixty. Two sixty, if I'm not mistaken. And I know Kyler got two eighty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One sixty. He got forty. Oh. One sixty. Um, sixty six signing bonus. One hundred twenty six guaranteed. Not two sixty. One sixty. Sorry. I know Kyler had 180, 180 guarantee. So, so again, and he can't quor- stop playing video games. Two quarterbacks that have not won big, even though Kyler's duo, du- um, a duo, um, threat just like Jalen, Dak a little bit. But again, I mean, I, I don't see why not. I mean, win or lose Super Bowl, I mean, at least you got there. So I, I agree, Jalen does definitely has the bargaining power to go in that room and say, hey. Well, if Dak is getting 160, the floor for me should be 180. The floor. Yeah. For sure. Jalen? Yeah, Jalen. We're not even coming to the room. My man has has all black women on his team. It's not going to be easy for the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the reason I say that, because I don't think Jalen is a guy. And if and, and I think he sees it. It's like, yo, if you do this right and keep these pieces around me, 
I can run the table for at least the next couple of years. So right. if I want to keep having success in Philly, it is don't take every penny out the account. He got a little less. Yeah, especially yeah. if you want to keep AJ, which it seems like he has a great chemistry with him. Devontae look like he's about to be a pro bowler with Jets and Jamar Chase real soon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We want to keep those two weapons. Now you got, obviously, I mean, maybe we keep Miles Sanders, we'll see, whatever, but you want somewhat of an efficient running back in your, in your backfield because that helps with your running game. So I think Jalen's behoove him. Don't don't try to, I mean, yes, get your bag, but don't tax us because, as you can see, when you got a team around, you can go far with it. Yeah, they need a plan. And he'll, he'll get the bag off after the game. You know, that's when the endorsements come. So he'll get the bag off, off the field. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go to our second game. Um, We got the Chiefs versus the Bengals. I want to say one of the whew, very, very, game. man, that, that game was exciting. But at the same time, man, my heart was in my stomach. <laughs> Boy. He had some juice boxes on that one. Man, my heart was in my stomach. But two years in a row, we've had a – I really want to say three years in a row. We've had one hell of an AFC championship game. Um, Pat Mahomes finally pulled it out. He was down to Burrow 3-0 for, since last year, since the last year's AFC game. And now this is their four-time matching up. He finally got that win in Arrowhead. Um, as we recap it um, – <laughs> It looked like a boxing match. A boxing match. I'm sorry, because I'll be honest with you. Each team, blow for blow. Cincinnati mm-hmm. touchdowns. Uh, Chiefs touchdown. Cincinnati stop. Chiefs stop. I mean, it was just blow for blow. For the game to be tied with two minutes left, I said, Jesus Christ, <laughs> we about to have Bills Chiefs 2.0 again. Except there's no Tyreek, so who's gonna do it? And this is where I have to get a credit to to the Chiefs defense because I know we all been talking how not superior they've been. And let's be real, out of all four defenses that was left in this playoffs, they probably was the weakest. Mm-hmm. You gotta get some, we gotta get some praise to the Chiefs defense for coming out that last drive on Joe Burrow and causing him to have that three and out um, to put Pat Mahomes in in, in the position to do the uh, game winning drive to set up the field goal. Um, shout out to Chandler Jones. I mean Chris Jones. I'm sorry. Chris Jones for that for for that big. I think, yeah, he got that sack. That mm-hmm. led to it. Big time players come up in big time moments. So he definitely knew what was at stake. But sorry, Joey B. Joe Shiesty. You go mm-hmm. home. It is now Arrowhead Stadium again, not Burrowhead. Um, but I think <laughs> this is a matchup. If it's if it if it was me, I think this is our modern day Tom Brady Payne Manning. Matchup. We're going to see this for maybe the next decade. Definitely can be. Definitely can be. Um, like you said, it was it was a boxing match. I, at first, I thought Kansas City was going to pull away, um, but I, then I think they ended up kicking a field goal to make it was it ten zero or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but they scored a touchdown, and then uh, Green not Green Bay. What am I talking about? Uh, <laughs> Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati went out there, threw up a dud or something like that. And then I was like, okay, what's going to happen here? No, matter of fact, there were field goals first. And then two field goals. I'm tripping. And then the touchdown started coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, now, nah, um, are, are we going to talk about – it's two plays I want to discuss real quick, right? Yeah, I know what you're going to talk one, about. <laughs> one we already know for sure. Last <laughs> play by the band. 
Uh-huh. Stupid. But the, the one before, um, the sack by Chris Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Normally, they would have called a penalty for that, right? For putting all his weight on the quarterback? It depends. So, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it is or it isn't. Hold on. Hold on. Because cause it, it, it's twofold. I think the issue now is if you sack him and just say both of you guys are turning and then you drop your weight on him, I think that's the issue. But if you – because, I mean, look, that's how Jalen got hurt. That's how Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Um, but I think if you just come straight forward and your momentum just takes you, and obviously the ball's still in his hand, and it is what it is, but the ball's out of his hand, that will be rough in the passer. But I don't know. I can I can ask um one of my referee friends to see, but I I I, I thought it was clean for a playoff for a playoff um sack. I don't know, man. I felt like I don't know. I felt like that call would had it been Patrick Mahomes, I think he would have got that call. Just yeah. just me, because he pancaked that dude on that last sack. <laughs> <laughs> when I say people were upset, I was like, they cheating. They were oh, yeah. the stop playing for him. But, but I mean, you know, you know, I, I don't like that rule altogether. Only because I, I'm, I don't like you're three hundred pounds. You just finished fighting another person that's three hundred pounds. All your momentum and force is going this way. Like, how right. are you realistically supposed to stop yourself? For sure, you know. And and your job is to sack the quarterback. Right. You get paid big money <laughs> for this. Like Aaron Donald said, for some guys, you get a million dollars for every sack. That's right. Doing. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, this is not something that's his, oh, let me try to stop 300 pounds of force. That's not realistic. And I, I really don't like that rule. I hope they change it. Now, again, they, they never will. If anything, is going to get even worse. worse yeah, because they're trying worse. to protect that quarterback. They but know. What's, what, what's crazy, though, we just saw this last week with um in Dallas, in the Dallas game. They could have had a sack, and oh, I forgot who did it. I forgot the player's name, but he literally stopped himself and did not sack. Like he didn't even touch the quarterback because he was fearing the, the penalty. And the, and the quarterback was able to throw the ball away when he could have got a um sack for loss of yards. Right. So I, I don't know. This is something the NFL. I know because of the Tua thing and the Dak Prescott thing two years ago. They they're really cautious about these quarterbacks. But man, sacks is too it's too important to the game. Like this that could be a momentum shift. I mean, right. if you if you ask 49ers, they would love that rule because, I mean, you can see what happens to a team when they don't have a, a signal caller. That's true. But then Brock Purdy didn't really get sacked. He just, his elbow got messed well, up. Well, I mean, just hurt in general. That they're, they're trying to keep people away from the quarterback so that they can right. continue throwing. That's true. Right, right. But, of course, the, the biggest play or the most impactful play of the night was definitely mm-hmm. that 15 yards. <sighs> By um, Osai, yeah, Osai, mm-hmm. that hurt, man. It's one of those moments. Okay, so it's twofold. She, the, the the Bengals defense played okay. Let's be real. Pat Mahomes didn't put forty five on their head. Nope. And he had a slow start, like you said, two field goals before the touchdown yeah. really start coming. I think it was more one of those moments where. For a split second, he didn't really think what what point of the game are we at? Because if this happened first quarter, yeah, you mad, but okay, we still got a lot of football. I don't think it in his head. He all he saw was quarterback, 
Let me make right. sure he get the hell out of here. And I'll, and obviously, you know, I'm pretty sure they got you know words and some beats. Right. So let me let me put some pain on you so you can feel this. And he didn't realize like, yo, this 30 seconds left, and if they get 15 more yards, they got a game winning field goal. Right. That's the mental part of the game. I think it, he he just you know you in the moment you check. I mean, all of us done. We all play sports at some point. You know, make a bonehead play. But yeah, definitely cost the Bengals probably a trip to the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, maybe, maybe not, but we know it helped them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chiefs go because their kicker doesn't have the biggest leg. He mm-hmm. just because you see, he barely made the, the the kick that he just made. <laughs> but yeah. hey, we gotta give him credit. Off. Two weeks in a row, he been he yeah. been hitting better than the Cowboys kicker. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, the Cowboys kicker said, "I didn't throw all them picks <laughs> all season." That's all I said. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. But that was but actually speaking of that drive, can we argue can we now say that Pat Mahomes probably got one of the best two minute drills? Oh, for sure. It's it's the perfect marriage because you know who's calling those plays, and that's Andy Reid, isn't it? Is yeah. Andy Reid called the offense? Andy Reid and uh Eric Bien-Ami. Bien-Ami. Yeah, so best one of the best in the game where People have been calling for Bianami to be a head coach for years. And yeah, I yeah. really don't know what Andy Reid got for him over there because these, he could be a head coach. These. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean be, be real with you. Go go coach your own team or stay here with a powerhouse. Five AFC championship games in a row. Yeah, I get that. But three Super Bowl appearances. It's a different recognition when you are the head ball coach versus an assistant that's been doing well, you know. So sure. um there there's definitely some some loyalty obviously going on there. But man, those two together, right. they got some dynamic. I mean, the 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 thing that impressed me the most is two things. Well, three. Number one, the Chiefs didn't even have the ball at the top. Of this of the two minutes, they had to play defense first. Right. Then, the second thing that impressed me is there's no Tyreek, and we've been saying this all year. I mean, even 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 Dub. I remember before the season started, he asked me a question: Who's going to miss who more? Tyreek is going to miss Pat Mahomes, or Pat Mahomes going to miss Tyreek more? And he thought Pat Mahomes going to miss Tyreek more, and it seems like it's the other way around. The third thing is, let's not forget, Pat Mahomes was on a three to six week injury and he came back in eight days. Lil Maskiti. <laughs> and guess That's what? The, oil. the game saving play was him running. Right. Not throwing. So if you are a Dallas Cowboy, please watch film on how to execute a two minute <laughs> drill with a real quarterback. Because, I mean, you watch it. I mean, and and I think that was the game out of all so far up to this point, more than the Super Bowl, more than the first run. That game really, really cemented Pat Mahomes' legacy because everything was at it. He was down 3-0 to Burrow. You lost to him last year. You just messed up your ankle the game before. The game is tied. I mean, this I mean, you can't put the stakes any higher. And for you to put your whole body out there, run for your life. I think it was like what 15 yard run. They end up getting another 15 for the penalty. Put yourself in game winning position. And let's talk about those throws. This is what I was saying last week about the whole Dak thing when you was like, oh, it tipped off the receiver's hands. Yeah, I see down the stretch, Pat Mahomes, there was the margin error 
Very slim. He, he barely even threw the ball away. Maybe I think maybe I found out mistake once once or twice. But every play was a hey, we are driving this down their throats. Mm-hmm. No, we're not going to run the ball. We're throwing every time and it's hitting. No Tyree. And now you got other receivers that stepped up big for you and made big moments. Um, outside of Travis Kelsey. So shout out to Pat Mahomes. I'll say I mean last year with the Bills, that's still by far like insane i think only because tyreek did that 60 yarder but for when you talk about legacy up to this point i think that game for pat Mahomes definitely will have to if not number one definitely number two on the list because i mean one foot like let's be real he liked that storybook storybook he worked for all 500 (laughs) (laughs) so now that we're all done with the NFL playoffs, we already know who's going to Super Bowl. It's going to be the Chiefs and the Eagles. But before we get that, we have a little thing now that the NFL season basically is pretty much done. We're about to sum it up. We have this little thing called speed round. Basically, you guys will take the overall under, and okay. I'll pose a couple questions to you guys, and we'll see which direction you'll take. Question number one. Will Joe Burrow will have a better year than Josh Allen next year? Are you taking the over or under? Over. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Well, Josh Allen is in the MVP time. race, but go on. Huh? No, I'm saying Josh Allen is in the MVP race, but go but on. It's just because of the first, what, six, seven weeks. After that, he's been. Yeah, after that injury. But go ahead, Katie. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking over because uh, Burrow is a quintessential QB, man. And uh, looking at Josh Allen, he's a gunslinger. He reminds me a little bit like how, how how you know what I'm about to say. He reminds me kind of like Brett Favre. Like he, he's, he's, he's just, just he just like throw that thing. <laughs> Shout out to Kins. He just be throwing that thing. And you don't, I mean, Stefan Diggs, don't get me wrong. He, he is, he is like that, but. Um, and, and he's always going to be up for you to just throw the ball up, but for as much as he does it and gets the picks, that must, that that's a lot of his downfall and you lose to teams that you're not supposed to be losing to sometimes when you do that. So it leads to a blowout in, in your house. That's, that's, right. that's tough. <laughs> next one. Jamar Chase will be a top five receiver in the league next year. Over. Yeah. Over is that is that or that's yeah think about it yeah I mean, there's a lot of guys on that list now we got Devontae, Tyreek Jets D-Hop. I mean Burrow ha- in order for Burrow to be if we're saying that Burrow is going to be top uh, better than Josh Allen he needs someone like Stefan Diggs to Josh Allen so okay. Chase is gonna Chase is gonna be that guy yeah fair enough um. Jalen Hurts will win MVP this year. I'm going to go under, unfortunately. Okay. Unfortunately. And I think – and it, it has nothing to do with his play because I think he he plays great football. I'm not saying he's, he's a bad QB or anything like that. I just think Mahomes has done way more. And then on top of that, he, he just put the icing on the cake with this win over the Bengals with this one, one leg. Close game. Absolutely. Yeah. And, Absolutely. Right. 
Yeah, you make a good point. I mean, he's done more with less. I mean, he has a he has a great offense, don't get me wrong, but not having Tyreek, that right. only adds to it. Um, people said this and that about what he was not going to be able to do without Tyreek, and he went and proved it. Did he right. have better stats than last year? So uh, I think he just threw for more yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's that's a lot for him to, to yeah. throw for more yards and not have a 70-yard touchdown every game. That that says a lot. That's true. Yeah. Tyreek is going to break one for 80, 90, at least one, once a game. And and I think also the part that helps him out too is the fact that Tyreek went and had success elsewhere. So it shows that they both were great. But Patrick was, I mean, you're always gonna give deferential to the QB because he's the one directing the entire offense. Absolutely. All right. Next question. Will Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady be in a new uniform next year? Go ahead, Kate. Oh man. Uh I, I think it's a much to do about nothing with Rogers, man. It it's so much about him leaving. I don't think he's gonna leave. I think he's a he's a tease. So now I'm going under with that one. Brady under as well. Um, although I think I think Jig has something to surprise me with with that one. I'm going, I'm going over with both of them. Woo! Okay. Talk to me now. Look, man, don't be surprised if you see Tom Brady in the silver and black next year. Don't. With Devontae Adam. Adams? With Devontae Adams. Darren Waller? Mm. Mm. Okay. Pro. It's going to look spicy out Inside, he nice weather. Um, now he, does lo- he does love a good tight end. Now <laughs> 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 not where Aaron Rodgers goes. I don't know. But I think um, – he could stay, but I don't know, man. The way everything shapes out, this has been what like five years there. The offseason is always in talks with him and his team not beefing or something like that. I'm yeah. like, yo, we're out of this, man. Make a decision. Either leave or shut up and stay, man. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I, I think I think this is the year where he finally leaves or gets the trade. So I'm I'm taking over. I can't see that he goes to the Jets though. Yeah, I don't know about the Jets. Yeah, because but- of his New England days, I don't see either. Mm-hmm. I don't see either. All right, and last but not least question, will San Fran bring in a brand new quarterback next year outside of Brock Purdy, Jimmy G, and Trey Lance? Nah, I think they got they got the right pieces that they need. Um, they just have to pick one to to take the reins. Um, nah, no new QB. So I'm going under on this. Yeah, so- I mean, everybody's every everybody's on the same page like we was talking about earlier everybody's on the same place everyone has gotten hurt so they this is a nice luxury for them to have to just let everybody go at it in practice and may the best man win first it's, it's fair and equal to everyone so i have a little hot take y'all know who's from that kind of sam from area who aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers. hmm you know who hasn't played with a stellar defense that would be tough. You know who don't got two elite playmakers that can get yak all day long? Hmm. Aaron Rodgers. And you know who is missing his number one target this year in Green Bay? Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. And the only position that San Fran is missing? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> the position is. <laughs> but anyway, 
appreciate you guys tuning into this week's show. No, nah, I need that as a clip, bro. Describe, <laughs> like, comic, and share. Um, and we'll catch you guys next week for our Super Bowl episode. Appreciate y'all. We out. Peace. What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at Sports Cash Podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at SNKR underscore broker. That is at SNKR underscore broker to find out more.